Welcome to episode number four of the Truth and Dare podcast. Today, we're talking about reflection, inspiration, and goal setting. We're going to jam on what makes us feel most inspired selves and how we plan to tap into that inspiration as we kick off the new year. And we'll leave you with some tips on how to launch into 2017 feeling your best and staying as pumped as possible. Welcome to Truth and Dare, a podcast dedicated to female empowerment through living our truth and daring to change. Hi, I'm Carly Talbot. And I'm Allie Van Fossen. Okay, here we are, episode number four. So reflection, goal setting, inspiration, all buzzwords, all things that we want to talk about and really dive into and how Carly and I like to do it in hopes that it's going to shed some light and inspire your own journey here. So inspiration to me is, like I said, such a buzzword. You see it everywhere. And that's because it's the real deal. It's like the real mamma jamma. If you're not seeking inspiration, if you're kind of just tuning into the humdrum of life, which for me, I don't want to like I don't want to, what's the word I'm looking for? Like corner any specific type of life, but like you're trudging off to work, you're getting in the car, the radio is blasting, no specific station, you're getting into work, you're doing work, you're scrolling through social media, you're coming home from work, you have mindless TV playing, and then you go to bed and you start all over again. Like in that formula of life, you're not seeking or inviting in inspiration. So how the hell can you expect to, you know, live your truth and dare to change, right? So for me, that's why inspiration is so important because when you carve out the space and you welcome in the habit of seeking inspiration and then using it to catapult yourself into the next step, like that's where the real magic unfolds. And so reflection, goal setting, inspiration, huge words for me. And uh, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, me too. You know, I wanted to talk about inspiration too, because it's kind of like, to me, it's kind of like this mystical, magical word that almost isn't even real, you know, for a lot of people. And it just has all this hype around it. And I just, I want to decode that sort of for our listeners and for myself too. You know, I think inspiration for so many different people can come in so many different forms and it can represent so many different things. So it doesn't have to be this like woo-woo thing. It's something that everybody can have and everyone can be a part of it. And um, Mm -hmm. this year is a year of big projects and like scary leaps for me. So I think that leaning on the side of inspiration over the side of fear is something that I'm trying to do. So I feel like maybe you guys are trying to do that too. So (laughs) let's all do that (laughs) together. God, I love you. So um, I really like that leaning into the side of inspiration versus fear. Love that. Um, All right. So I think the first space that I want to recommend we start at is reflection. So oftentimes we get really caught up in to-dos and goal setting and moving forward that we forget to honor and respect, you know, what just happened. And like, I, I did that. So I went to write out all my 2017 goals. And I like totally forgot what happened in 2016. I totally. did the same thing. Side note. I was like, I didn't do anything last year. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah. Like what the fuck? That's what I thought. And then I'm like, 
Holy, just, just to like go through a few of the things that happened for me this year. Number one, I got married, like after eight years of dating my best friend and soulmate, like my human, we tied the knot and I'm now a wife and I have a husband. Carly stood by my side as we did that whole shebang. Good memories. Yeah. Such a fun day, right? Like I keep begging my dad, like, can we just redo it? (laughs) He's like, uh... (laughs) I keep You're getting dreaming. a firm no, <laughs> <laughs> a firm no. Um, okay, so I got married. My husband Myers built a hospital, which has taken a lot of time and effort for him, but also a lot of time and effort as a couple to cultivate that space for him to really work hard on that. Um, sorry, I keep saying, um, but I really honed in on the Journey Junkie community and set some really hard goals and super leaned into the discomfort of inspiration and being vulnerable, which we talked about on episode two towards the end about being vulnerable. Um, yeah. So like the journey junkie community has gone from like 2000 to 20,000 and some really epic courses launched. And I started making videos, which was so scary. And now it's so normal. And Uh, Yeah, just that community has been fueling my soul and taking a lot of time, but like good time from me. And then a handful of my other girlfriends got married and tied the knot. I traveled to so many places. Yeah, I mean, I just feel abundantly thankful. I got a new niece. I got a new niece. (laughs) I went and picked her up. (laughs) I ordered her offline. She's really cute. She's a baby doll. No, but... I mean, 2016 was a mega year for me. And, you know, I think the first step in moving forward is honoring the space that you were just in. Um, yeah. So what happened to you in 2016? Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny, though, like that what you said about feeling like nothing happened. Like I went to write down my 2017 goals and did the same thing, like felt like I didn't do anything. And I feel like there's all this kind of like humdrum vibe in the world for 2016 because you know a lot of shit did go on that's bigger than us like there was a really tumultuous election um there was a lot of violence on the news there was a lot of scary things there was a you know and we kind of got numbed by that so I think everyone was I was picking up on a lot of like sadness and frustration from 2016 from the greater collective people but you know And all that is true. But a lot of good things happened individually that you can think about. And so I had to put all those thoughts aside because I was feeling kind of sad too. Um, And then I remember that like I graduated from grad school in 2016, which was like awesome. And I landed a job in the field that I studied right away, even though I kind of want to quit it. But that's not the point. Okay, (laughs) The point is that I got it. I ran a marathon, like, holy shit. That's been a goal of mine since I was, like, running cross-country in middle school. And I did it, and I ran it with my brother side-by-side, which was really awesome. I traveled my ass off, uh, mostly thanks to all my friends getting married. Ali, hello. But I think I might have been on a plane, like, every other month of 2016. I would have to map that out, but, like, I'm not kidding. It probably. It might have been true. Um, you know, and we launched this new podcast idea. So we tapped into some creativity and, um, 
Yeah. So it was a, it was a good year for me. And even though some scary things happened that were bigger than me, a lot of really great things happened. And I, I was able to stay really happy. And so it's nice, it's nice to reflect on the positive too. So it was a good year. It was an epic year. And so because Carly and I have given ourselves the space to reflect, I think that's the first step in setting goals. And not just like when it's a new year, right? Like any, it could be like a new week. And before you take a moment to write out all the shit you want to get done, take a moment to turn back in your planner or get quiet and think, okay, what did I do last week? You know, I think it's such an important practice to cultivate. Um, so we're not just always going forward, right? Like we're still giving ourselves a moment of credit and just like feeling good about what we do every day. So yeah, which then leads into goal setting for the new year. And I did a really intense exercise personally that I don't know like where it came from, but uh, I feel like I saw it somewhere, but I can't remember. <laughs> but somehow it manifested in my own self and it kind of started with the reflection piece first then I wrote down all my really big ass scary goals, which is something that I read in Danielle Laporte's book, The Firestarter Sessions. We will link to it in the show notes. Um, really epic book, you guys. You should definitely pick it up and read it. But she talks about really mapping out and writing out, writing it down and saying it out loud. What are your big goals? Like the ones that scare you. And so the session started with big ass goals. And I'm talking like, goals like I want to write a book. I want to be an international yoga teacher who leads retreats. I want to open a retreat center with Carly, um, where we offer retreats and wellness and all sorts of really cool stuff. I want to take a really epic trip in the future. So things that are like so scary, but you got to get them down because if you don't get them out of your head, they're never going to start to come to true life. They're never going to start to come to be from here with the big ass goals. You then get more specific and make yearly goals. And then from those yearly goals, you get real, real specific. So for instance, in the Journey Junkie community, I want to grow my email list from X to Y. Okay, great. I just put down a goal number, but then how am I going to get to that goal number? How? What am I going to offer my community to make them want to grow with me, right? So it's like, you can't just say, I want to have... 30,000 Instagram followers or this many YouTube people or, you know, this many podcast listeners for Carly and I, like you've really got to drill down into the specifics. And that goes for a healthier body, mind, and soul, a better relationship with your partner, you know, applying to grad school and graduating, running a marathon. Like how do you get specific? And then from your specifics, that's what you come back to you know, week in and week out when you're journaling or writing out your planner, that's where you come back to making sure that you're aligning with your specific goals. And, um, it takes a little bit of time to do all this, but I can't recommend it enough. It was a beautiful exercise and actually we'll link to the blog post just so you guys can really hone into it. Yeah, no, um, that's really so helpful. Um, I was just thinking like maybe a good way to, if people are feeling like, I don't even know where to start. Like there's so many things I want to do, or I feel like there's so many things that I haven't done, or I keep making these goals and then I'm not following through with them. Or I'm like ditching my resolutions, which is like everybody's story of everybody's life. Um, maybe one thing is to sort of like 
separate out. I was doing this when I was journaling and I just thought about it. I did like a physical, like a physical, a spiritual, and then a professional goal. So breaking mm-hmm. it up into those categories. Um, and that was, that was super helpful for me to sort of break down what I wanted out of each component of my life because things can get intermingled really quickly. I know we've talked about that in other episodes, trying to separate, finding that balance. So maybe breaking that down uh, would be helpful. It definitely helped me say, what do I want from my physical body? What do I want spiritually and mentally? And then what do I want professionally? Mm-hmm. And spiritually, it could even cool. be personally. You don't have to use those three points, but that might be a good place for you to start. Yeah. I love that. We will link to my blog post, which will help you kind of map that out. And then, you know, Carly will, of course, follow up with that really great tip. You know, I, in my world, I kind of call it like body, mind, and soul, <laughs> cultivating goals around those. Um, and that's like kind of what I do on a weekly basis, which is funny you say that because yeah, like it's so many, we're such complex human beings. So to only set goals for one aspect of your being is really living like a compartmentalized life. Right. And so here at truth and dare and in my personal life, and I know in Carly's life, we're going for wholehearted living. Like we're not going for a piecemeal living. We want to like live the whole damn thing. So um, that's our problem. Hell yeah. All right. So we've touched on reflection. We've touched on, you know, a brief goal setting practice and kind of what we do. But, you know, like Carly said, some of us can get really lost, especially, you know, I get really lost. There's a lot of noise out there. I think I like read that we hear and see 5,000 advertisements a day, which is insane Uh. to think about. (laughs) Yeah. Like we, our poor brains are on overdrive. Um, so sometimes it gets actually a lot of the time it gets super cluttered and it's hard to navigate what is really important to you and how to even set those big ass goals, right? Like if you're not doing the work, how the hell would you know how to set the goals? So the next thing we want to parlay into is inspiration and where to find it. And, um, some of our favorite places to find it, which then helps us navigate that messy, cluttery, really loud world you know, drill down into what's, what's really important to each of us and how we then lay that framework, that groundwork to do the work, you know, live our truth, dare to change and be wholehearted. So I'm going to let you kick it off, girl. Yeah. Where do you find your inspo? Well, one of the place, I think the first thing to think about when you're like finding your inspiration is, um, maybe like, where do you want to be the most inspired? I think it was Deepak Chopra, our little meditation guru who we love, who said, repetition is your stuckness speaking to you. It was something like that. Um, So anything that you find that you keep repeating over and over again in your head, that's probably a good place to start. Like what is that thing that's on repeat that you keep coming back to that you want to fix or you want to dare to change or you want to grow upon and use that as your starting point to finding your inspiration so we all have those things that are that auto track on our brain. Um, think about what you keep repeating. That's probably a really good place to start and then launch from there. So uh, one of the things I like to do is um, I like to go to a good book. Sometimes I just like need to see the words on the page to like bring me the inspiration that I need. 
obviously you guys know by now that I love Gabrielle Bernstein. She's one of my uh, favorite, you know, spiritual authors. And I'll link to her books in the show notes. Um, Another great book for finding inspiration in general is Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. Have you guys read that? Mm. I feel like you have, but (laughs) read it again. I just passed it on to my friend. Um, Ali got it for me and then I just gave it to my friend. So it's such a good book on um, what ideas mean and how they come to you and how to cultivate them. Um, I love that book. I just started another book on audio tape called You Are a Badass. Have you heard of that, Ali? I have it. I haven't opened it yet. And how are you feeling about so it? So far, I am freaking loving it. One of my are yes, you? one of my girlfriends uh, recommended it to me, and she gave me her audio book login Audible. I don't know if you guys use that. Mm-hmm. App. It's so awesome. Um, and so I just started that one, and I'm loving it. I'll report back later, but so far, so good. So, but reading, and um, it could be listening too, but just like. Sometimes I just need to see the words written by somebody else. Like journaling is great, but like that's me on a rant. Uh, when somebody like clearly and concisely and like way more professionally than me can say what I need <laughs> to hear or read it or whatever, uh, super helpful. So books are a good place to start for inspiration. Yeah. And I just have to piggyback off it because I'm also a huge bookworm. Um, Carly touched on big magic. Seriously, you guys, it is like a Bible. I'm not joking when I say that. I also pass it on to my mother. I have like highlighted notes and I mean, dog-eared pages. I plan to reread that book for my entire life because Liz Gilbert is a genius. And I hope one day in my deepest hopes that like we can go to dinner with her. No, wait, she's going to be on the podcast. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to lay the manifestation right here. Gabby and Liz, we're coming for (laughs) you. Oh, God. So, yeah, Big Magic, Creative Living Beyond Fear. It's a stunning work of art, and it's just going to help really navigate the world of being afraid of yourself and how to move past it. Another book I love, which I just mentioned, is The Firestarter Sessions by Daniel Laporte, Mm -hmm. who then has the desire map that follows that one. She's like another big guru in the world, just totally living her truth and definitely changing it. Um, and then from there, who else am I? I have You're a Badass, Dr. Brene Brown with Daring Greatly and Rising Strong, also another badass woman. There's a lot. We'll probably link to like a good handful of books. Yeah, that we'll give you, you our faves. There's, we could go on forever about books. We'll just stop right <laughs> there. So um, I think the next place that I want to talk about is social media. We all can relate to social media It's in our faces every day. But what I want to propose is that you narrow down the scope of who you're following on social media and what you're allowing yourself to be, um, you know, what you're allowing yourself to have exposure to so that it does become an inspirational space. So I think like a year ago, I realized I was following like all these models and uh, just like clothing companies and, and my feed was just full of desire but like in like in an unhealthy way, right? So like it started that negative self-talk or that idea like, oh, I need to go out and buy this now when like really I have everything I could ever need, truly. And so I went through my whole Instagram feed and I just unfollowed 
everyone that was kind of stirring those emotions inside me. And now I'm like really specific and kind of guarded about who I do choose to follow because I do spend a lot of time online. Same with my Facebook. You know, I just can't afford to be exposed to people that are giving, you know, that are kind of like laying some nasty thoughts in my, in myself and not because like they're doing nasty things because it just triggers something in me. And so I recommend using social media as a space for inspiration and being really selective about who it is you follow so that you can make it that space. You know, like social media has a purpose in our lives. There's a reason it's become so popular and it's sticking around so intensely and expanding into all these different types of social media too. So use the tool, like use it effectively and uh, yeah, like just use it to find that inspiration, connect with others, try new things, get, you know, I, I keep using the word inspiration, but get inspired, like straight up, get inspired by the people that you're being exposed to. Yeah. And I love that. And I, I think that's such good advice, Ali, to like clean up your feed. And I also think there is sort of a fine line, right? Between like, I'm following you because I'm inspired by you. And then like, I'm following you and I'm comparing myself to you and I'm feeling like, it's making me feel bad. And I feel like you're so cool. And I'll just never be that. And we all have that. But it's I guess it's just about like really thinking about is this bringing me up? Or is this bringing me down? And you know, they might be an Mm -hmm. awesome person to follow, but it's just like not right for you right now. So it's okay. 100% girlfriend. I I love that. Another way that I'm finding inspiration right now is through podcasts. And not just this specific podcast, although this has been incredibly inspiring and therapeutic and like, thanks just for letting me rant to you guys, cyber world, (laughs) but, um, podcasts in general, oh man, I can't get enough. Um, my favorite is the rich roll podcast. I don't know if, if you guys aren't listening to the rich roll podcast, get on it. This guy is like, changing the game for podcasts. He is an incredibly inspiring person. His whole um, MO is just to interview the most forward-thinking, creative, exciting people that span across a variety of art, culture, health, wellness, fitness, and everything in between. And he is really just like having conversations that matter. Um, Gear up because some of these episodes are going to be over two hours. Some of them are going to be 20. No, none of them are really 20 minutes. They're long, mm-hmm. but, um, God, they're great conversations. Um, I love that podcast so much. I have a huge crush on him. Yeah. Like, he's kind of, he's hot. He's so <laughs> sexy. Like I hate to like take it there, but just, I mean, you guys, you've got to check him out. I know two hours seems like a long time, but like my commute to work is only 15 minutes. So sometimes it'll take me three days to finish his episodes, which consist of driving back and forth to work and then like going on walks while I'm at work. But Ugh, like the, the conversations are blowing my mind. Like I am learning and feeling and getting so fueled from his conversations and his episodes. It's, I mean, it's just incomparable to anything else that's out there right now. Agreed. 
Um, and yeah. he's super sexy. And so vegan dad. And so <laughs> and he's got like a really hot yogi wife and four kids, and they all eat broccoli. And no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah. So another good podcast, um, is talking about big magic. Liz Gilbert started a podcast that piggybacks off her book called magic lessons, which I, Ali and I both love. She basically gets people who creative people, different types of creatives, um, who are looking for some advice and some guidance and sort of what to do with their creative journey. And um, talks to them and uh, helps them along the way. That's a really fun podcast, really inspiring. And I mean, it's Liz Gilbert, so can't go wrong. So duh. (laughs) (laughs) And then I need to shout out the Being Boss Girls, Kathleen and Emily. I think they were the first podcast I started listening to. And they are a pure testament to if you have an idea. I mean, all the people we are that all the people are that we just mentioned, but these women have been in the podcast land for like under two years and they've made so many strides by just coming together and, you know, help trying to help inspire the creative, the creative realm. And they are just, they're killing it. I mean, they're really killing it. And this episode is actually a piggyback episode of something they did. And we were inspired to kind of create this whole reflection, goal setting, kind of new year episode because of what they did. And also like, they're kind of the reason I was like, let's podcast. You know, I never thought I'd have a podcast as something under my belt and then seeing them do it and do it really well and get really successful in such a short amount of time. It gave me the confidence to be like, okay, we can do mm-hmm. this. So yeah, we let we love you being boss. We love you girls. Um, but you know, there's so many podcasts out there, you guys. Like there's an endless amount, which sometimes can be a little bit daunting to I think some people they get to the podcast homepage and they're just inundated with different channels to listen to. So, you know, maybe start with ours and then once you kind of get in the podcast world, you'll start to easily be able to navigate to other ones that you hear about and like, I think so. Right, Carl? Yeah, definitely. We'll keep a list of the ones we like for inspiration. And then also just for fun. Like I like to listen to some stories and like some, uh, you know, fiction stuff. So I'll just throw that out there too. Cause it's fun. Yeah. And then lastly, to kind of wrap up, like where to find inspo is that, you know, so here you, here we just talked about all this external stuff on how to kind of draw in the inspiration and really hone it in. But then what do you do with it all? So it's all here now. It's sitting in your body, your brain, your soul, your body, mind, and soul. And now it's the time, now it's time for you to take all that inspiration and create something for you. And this is kind of where it turns into us doing the work. And it's not necessarily like, everyone needs to be starting some online community or podcast, but you know, where do you want to grow and change and shift and live your truth and dare to change? And how can you take this inspiration to lay the framework for that? And, uh, yeah, we have a few tips for you guys. Yeah, And I just want to say like what Ali going off what you're saying, Ali, creativity is not being an artist. Okay. It's not, I have literally no artistic ability. I, I don't paint. Um, I'm not, uh, musically inclined. Um, I, so 
I don't want you to think about creativity in the literal sense of being creative. Creativity is any time that you tap into the highest expression of who you are. That is what creative living is all about. It's when you bring any hidden potential to your life. That is creative living. So it's like when you are living your truth and you are daring to change, you are creative. You are innately creative because you are a person and you are living up to the highest expression of who you are. So don't be scared about like the fact that you aren't an artist. Neither am I. Creativity is bigger than that. It's about being who you truly are and like just opening up to that true form of who you are. So just wanted to tell you that. Amen, sister. I mean, I think there's a big like kind of weirdness around creativity, like you're saying. And I think the sooner we can break that that idea down, the more enjoyable all of our journeys are going to be. Because I feel creative making a yoga sequence up. You know, I feel creative cooking in my kitchen and not following a recipe. Exactly. I feel, yeah. I mean, creativity lies in everything we do. It's just a matter of shifting our mindset and tapping into it. And so, you know, going back to our love of journaling, like journaling will really get the wheels spinning. It'll help you release some shit that you're holding on to. And then it just let it flow, like let it flow, let it flow, doodle out everything you want, tape stuff into your journal. I mean, really make it a sacred space for you to tap into yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Journaling is a huge um, way to tap into that self. And like I was saying, it's about being true to who you are. And the that's what being creative is, at least here at Truth and Dare. That's what our definition of creativity is going to be. And a good way to um, find that truth is to just be quiet with yourself. Only you know what who what you really need to feel alive. Um what you really need to to feel inspired and and to feel your best. And to do that, you have to take the time to get quiet um, and think about you want that might think about what you want. Um, that might be in the form of meditation. That might be in the form of just sitting. It may be in the form of journaling it um, whatever that is. But you're not gonna know who you want to become or, or even who you truly are deep down if you don't allow yourself the space to find it. So it's a really important thing to just get quiet. Agreed, girlfriend. So let's kind of hone it all in. So we've touched on just to review, reflection, goal setting, how and where to find inspiration and then what to do with it. So now let's kind of venture into the 2017, this new year, and what area we want to stay excuse me, the most inspired in and what do we need to release to get there? So what's up for you, Carly? Like, what do you need to let go of? And what do you, what do you want to focus on this year? Oh, I love this. Mm. So, uh, I guess I'll start with release. You know, I turned 28 in 2016 and, um, so late twenties, dun, dun, dun. (laughs) We're almost 30. If you're 30, that's amazing. That's so awesome. But I'm a little scared of it. Uh, but you know, I've been really lucky, like so lucky in my twenties. I've just been surrounded by like the most incredible friendships and the most supportive women, like shout out to all, all of you guys. Um, but I felt this like sneaking sense of comparison. And I think I was launched into this idea when we were talking about the Instagram feed, 
Allie just a minute ago, but yeah, it's, I find myself comparing to my friends, even though they're my sisters and I love them and they wouldn't want me to do that, but I do it. I find myself still comparing to people online, um, to celebrities that aren't even like real humans that I don't even, that don't really even exist in the real world, in my opinion. Um, and it's so effing draining and self damning. And I'm like, as I end sort of, as I go into the downside of one decade and sort of the upswitch of a new decade in my life, I would really like to leave comparison behind in 2016. I would just like to just shut the door on that. So that's my big release. What about you? What are you letting go of? Oh, such a deep topic. God, I think I need to let go of, like, this is going to sound weird because we're going to talk about our one word for 2017. And so I think I need to let go of constant connection so that I can disconnect to reconnect. Does that make sense? Totally. I just mapped it out in my yeah. head. Like a little like spider web. Like, disconnect, <laughs> ding, reconnect. Ding, ding. Yeah. So like I'm so connected right now and I need to learn how to disconnect and kind of going back to like episode two about positive habits. I talk a lot about positive habits in the journey junkie community. And then sometimes I feel like a fraud because I'm not cultivating them. And I constantly am like writing practice what I preach. And so I think by disconnecting a little bit or a lot of it, I'm going to be able to lay more positive habits, which is going to help me to reconnect to the more important shit in my life. And so I think I need to release the constant desire to be connected. Um, you mm. know, that, mm-hmm. yeah. Good one. Mm-hmm. That's a really, really good one. Mm-hmm. And so that leads into our final exercise for today, which is choosing one word. I know this is hard, but one word to capture the essence of what we want to achieve in 2017. And this is something we got from the Being Boss Girls. Holla. We love this idea. And so what's your word, Carl? Okay. So my word for 2017 is going to be confidence. And it totally piggybacks up everything I said about comparison. I'm only using words that start with C this year. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm really putting myself out there in a big way this year. Um, Starting this podcast is super fun. It's really exciting. But it's also like, it's like really scary for me. You know, I don't have an online following, not to compare to you, Ali, but I do feel like you have more experience in like, putting yourself out there to the cyber world. I've never done that before. You know, I don't have any internet. On, I mean, like any presence online at all, which is okay. Um, but so I, it's, it's nerve wracking and you have a lot of self doubt that builds up, but you know what? I know that I have something to say and I know that it's important for me to be able to enter this project with my head held high, you know, and limited self-doubt and feeling really, really good. And I want to, I want to launch into it with confidence. And, you know, there's also a lot of other new and exciting and definitely not standard life choices that I will be making in 2017. Both Allie and I are hoping to (laughs) break free from the norm, which we'll go into probably in another episode. But, um, in order to do that, I know I'm going to need confidence to embark on that journey. And I, I don't know. I just think 
I want to rock this year being like absolutely proud of myself as much as I possibly can be. And so confident Carly 2017, that's my word. I fucking love that. Confident Carly. (laughs) Hashtag confident Carly. Okay. So what's yours? I want to know. What's yours? Well, I kind of already talked about it, but my word is connection. Oh my God. I'm just saying there's a C theme here. Well, I guess my middle name's Courtney, so I can be connection Courtney. (laughs) (laughs) This is like our superheroes for 2017. (laughs) Oh God. Um, but yeah, so I have kind of already been in the space, but I still continue to cultivate a lot, the confidence space. I know exactly how Carly is feeling and it's, it's a tough word, but it's a good word. And so moving from that space, I have to now use the confidence I've cultivated both online and in my offline life to reconnect. And so my word is connection. Um, and everything I do this year, big question, you know, from the smallest to the biggest, I want to continue to ask myself, will this bring me closer to connection and, you know, connection to my partner, connection to myself, connection to friends and family, connection to the greater community, connection to the online community, you know, will like, for instance, will scrolling through social media aimlessly bring me to a deeper connection with XYZ? The answer is fuck no, it definitely will not. So I need to put my phone down. Um, you know, will shying away from an invitation to like, you know, there's this all women's moon circle here in my town and it's a beautiful experience. And for some reason I'm like scared shitless of going by myself. I don't know what the deal is. It's, it's, I don't know. So like in that respect, when the next one comes up, I want to put myself out there and, you know, piggyback off confidence so that I can go experience connection between a sisterhood of women and move closer to that word, you know? And so whatever word you choose, we definitely recommend you follow all the steps we just discussed to get to your word. It's not going to be like, Oh, word, you know, like you really got to do the work to get to the word. And then when you get to that word in the biggest and the smallest things you do every day, we urge you and challenge you to ask that question. Will this decision, will this action, will this thought bring me closer to my word? And I think that is such a beautiful way to stay connected and grounded and also live our truth and dare to change. I mean, you're going to hear that line all the freaking time, you guys. So yeah, we, we definitely want you guys to do this work. Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, such great advice. And just remember as you're launching into thinking about your word and, um, trying to stay focused on it, that it is in, it is our intention that gives our awareness direction. So without your intentions, your awareness doesn't really know where to go. You're all over the place and and you're, and you're, you're caught up in the chaos. So focus on your intention and allow it to give your awareness direction and focus on that in 2017. Mm-hmm. Word. Word. So, I mean, you know, to wrap this whole thing up, this word and this idea and inspiration, this isn't supposed to be like this unrealistic New Year's resolution that you're like trying to follow through and can't hold up and you're falling off the wagon and you can't get back on. Like, this is bigger, you guys. Like, we just want to help you identify what's going to inspire you in the new year and 
try to do your best to stay in that inspired state by asking the question, is this connecting to what I want to do? Going off what Ali said, you know, living our truth, it means that we're on a constant journey of uncovering what's important to us and daring to change means that we're going to do what it takes to keep ourselves in check and uphold our commitments. Like the commitments that we're making to ourselves, we're going to honor those. So today it's a commitment to launch into 2017 feeling inspired and, you know, kicking ass. That's what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Yes, ma'am. So don't forget you guys, the entire conversation is online with us at www.truthanddaremovement.com. You'll find all the show notes, everything we reference, tools and resources. And most importantly, you have the opportunity to join our newsletter. You're going to get a kick-ass like introduction packet from us with meditations, yoga sequences, and worksheets. Yay. Um, So definitely don't miss that opportunity. And also you can find us on social media at truth and dare movement. As always, thank you for joining the conversation and we'll meet you guys back here next week. Bye. Bye.